And uh, well, tonight, as I said, we want to just kind of dive into this topic on renewing the mind. Last night, Sean and I at his house, beautiful night, sitting outside yeah. in the porch out there and enjoying the mm-hmm. sunset and that. So, uh, how come you didn't cook me dinner first tonight? Because uh, we started earlier oh. than you did. I cooked him dinner last you night. You did. It was good too. It was really good. Not- not keeping score or anything. That's all right. I'll take you through McDonald's on the way home, okay? I'd that's rather fast. Like, all right. Well, that's good for you then. <laughs> hallelujah. Um, hallelujah. Well, here we go. Uh, talking about renewing the mind. And uh, I'm going to ask Eli to put this first slide up that we did. And uh, I want you to look at this. It just says, make sure you test positive for faith. Keep distance from doubt and isolate from fear. Trust God through it all. So make sure you test positive for faith. That's, Think about that. That's a good Keep word. distance from doubt. Put it back up, son. And isolate from fear. So in all this stuff, we're saying to safe distance and all this stuff like that. And so how do we do that? What are some of the steps? Last night we were talking about the oil in our lamps and trimming our whips and wicks. And in that area, preparing and being living in a state of... Uh, preparation being prepared and ready for the coming of the Lord so Jesus was speaking to his disciples and he was saying there hey you know what Uh, the kingdom is coming and you need to be let it ready you need to live prepared and so the illustration is having oil in your lamp and we talked about the area where how does that happen as time Mm -hmm. goes on and it says through a process it was longer than they expected And then how people prepared themselves coming in. I feel like I've prepared enough. I've committed enough to this. However, we want to make yep. application. So it was good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. super good. Yeah. Definitely. So tonight, we're just going to take it just a little bit uh, to add to that in dealing with uh, renewing our minds. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures to you. I'll have them put up Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Uh, probably from the New King James translation, but I put a couple in my notes here, one from the uh, Holman Christian Study Bible, and it says, Don't be conformed to this age, but be transformed by renewing your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Now I want you to listen to it out of the New Living Translation. This is good. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. And I'm like that statement because right now what are people doing everybody's reactions (laughs) we're copying the behavior and the reaction the church many times we're listening to christians and i'm hearing people and their reactions their behavior is exactly the same as the world Mm -hmm. and so if you take that with oil and wine i mean with the oil in the what's that saying a lot of confusion right now well but (laughs) but 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 with the oil in the lamp then that that's that's an emptiness. If, yeah. if, if, I, if my response is the same as the world, mm-hmm. then it's probably a sign I don't have enough oil in my lamp. Yep. I, I'm not really prepared for the season that I'm in yeah. and dealing with that. And so, but it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Hear that. Let God transform you into mm-hmm. a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Now listen to it out of the Message Bible. This is so good. It said, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit in 
without even thinking. Oh, goodness. Are, are you so, has the world so, what are you conformed to? Am I conformed to the world where I just fit in and I don't have to think about it? I just, I'm just in the flow. Yeah. And I don't have to think about it. But it says, instead, fix your attention on God. I want you to think about that. Fix your attention. Give God your attention. You will be changed from the inside out. Mm. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. You know, I have to be careful with that because I have uh, a real strong sarcastic humor bent. Mm. <laughs> yep. I can't help. I, mostly, I find almost everything funny. Yeah. And that people take everything too serious and overreact to everything. And it's not that you're not serious, that you're not responsible. But I have to be careful because I can get in that area of at sometimes being just a little immature in my responses and stuff and, and guard myself in that so even at my age so but look at it unlike the culture around you always bringing you down to its level of immaturity god brings the best out of you develops well-formed maturity in you amen so that's what we're shooting for so tonight we just want to talk a little bit about on how to renew our mind give you a few thoughts and concepts on this and uh, approach to it so how do I keep my faith how do I isolate myself from fear and doubt and uh, to stay strong in the Lord in that area and so the question comes up and we kind of talked on it last night on who's feeding you who's mm -hmm. speaking into your life how are you doing that and uh, so that's a question even when you were asking uh, things who speaks into your life right and when you listen to people, you begin to hear who's mm -hmm. speaking into your life. Have you noticed that? Um, well, yeah, I wanted to interject that is even you can listen to even Chris. I told Dana today, I'm like, you got to be really careful because every prophet has a different bent on what God's doing in this moment. Mm -hmm. And so I think that um, we have to be really careful that just because all of this information is available to us, that doesn't mean that you know, and this isn't judgment. This is just, I think we need to know, just like you said, like it's God's job to, to renew our mind and speak to us. And we were talking about that last night with the oil, you know, they were trying to get somebody else to give them their oil. And I think in our lives, that's why, you know, you're talking about the word of God and, and God's word renews our mind because this is how we receive that, that anointing and that oil in our own lives personally, mm -hmm. instead of just looking for somebody else to give us the answer that we want because that's not very fruitful sometimes. So we're relying on somebody else, we said last night, to have enough for what we need, where yeah. I don't have to put forth the effort. If I can get it from you, yeah. then I don't have to put forth that effort to be renewed myself. Mm -hmm. I can just rely on you to do it. Then I can expend my energies in other non-profitable things. Right. So I can give myself to maybe the things of the world or my other desires mm -hmm. or appetites and yeah. interests that I have. And then thinking that when I need the real stuff, mm -hmm. then I'll be able to draw from you. Right. And that's what these guys found out in, in that situation. What Jesus illustrated, you can't draw from somebody else. It's our responsibility, personal right. responsibility to have that done. And I remember, um, I think it was Tim Delana, but I can't, I can't remember exactly who it was. But 
you know, as I've gotten older, I've always been more intrigued with the backstory mm -hmm. than, than the finished product. Mm -hmm. And I think our humanity naturally wants, you know, the secret to success, the instant gratification or the, the instant results. And so I think that we are always looking for like the shortcut to get the byproduct of what God really did in the back room of somebody's life. Mm -hmm. But we want this instant, you know, mentality we talk about all the time, the microwave, the instant pot, the, all this. Mm -hmm. But the, the word of God and the kingdom of God doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. There's always a backstory before you see, you know, the palace. There was always a prison before the palace mm -hmm. and, and all that. So I think that that's what I think hinders us sometimes is when it comes to our walk with the Lord, we need to invest something. And that's what I took away even last night. I was like, man, we, we didn't really talk a lot about it a lot about that principle, but it's about us investing in this life so that God can produce through us our own anointing and the own oil that he has for each one of us to, right. to produce. So that's good. Very good. You know, I was thinking as we get into this, um, the mind is really the arena of our warfare mm -hmm. when it comes to our life. It, there's the, you know, years ago, Tim LaHaye wrote the book, The Battlefield of the Mind and that, and that's really where our greatest battles are is in the arena of our mind. Yeah. And it's been said, you know, the mind is the devil's playground. Mm -hmm. He likes to get in and mess with our thoughts and mess with our thinking in that area and that. And uh, I went back and I just, as I was just reading over my notes and getting ready for tonight, is this area of uh, in the garden, the first two questions that God asked Adam, that two recorded questions of God, are, where are you? Mm -hmm. And then what was the second question? You remember? Uh, was it who told you that? Who told yep. you? Yep. That's awesome. Good job. Yeah. So it was. I, I might have heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> so God calls to Adam, says, Adam, where are you? And then Adam said, I'm hiding. Why are you hiding? Because I'm naked. And then God said, who told you? Mm -hmm. And so the enemy came right away and his approach was to cause Adam to consider with his mind, not his spirit, right. but to think about, look on this. So to consider out of his soul, not out of his spirit. And so even where we were talking in the area of the oil, that's right. the area of our spirit, our spirit man. Having our spirit man fueled up, having yeah. fuel in our spirit mm -hmm. in order to have the light of God you right. know, in our life in that area. And so... The enemy loves to come to us and get us to consider everything with our minds instead of out of our spirit. Mm -hmm. And then that's really the question that God will always ask us. You know, hey, where are you? God's yeah. still asking those questions to everybody today mm -hmm. in your, our relationship with God. God's saying to you, my friend, where are you? And yeah. then whatever your reply is, we come back with, well, this or that or blah, 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 blah. And then the Lord's going to say, who told you? Yeah. Who told you? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so it's important to hear, and, and as you were talking about, hearing the voice of God yeah. and learning to hear the voice of God. Mm -hmm. So let's dive into this a, okay. little, a little further. Um, just an opening statement. Our mind is a powerful tool. One reason why we are who we are today is because of the thoughts we have had in our past about ourselves. How you think about yourself, your perception about yourself, based yeah. upon who's spoken into your life, who's declared things over you, yeah. different things, uh, affects what you produce and how you live in your life. What we think about ourselves today will result in who we become tomorrow and on into our future. Mm -hmm. So your self-perception. So 
things that people speak into our lives mm-hmm. shapes our minds Absolutely. and our thought process. And then God comes and begins to declare different things about us. Mm-hmm. That you're now the righteousness of God. You're the redeemed of the Lord. You're adopted by God. You're love. You have value. You have purpose. And right. so... And, and those are things contrary to maybe how we've been conditioned. Mm-hmm. And so this, this renewal to think the way God thinks about us, to live the life that Jesus redeemed for us, mm-hmm. is important. So it's important that we learn how to focus on what God's Word has declared concerning us and the kind of life we are to live. Renewing our minds is not a destination it's our Christian journey. We hmm. kind of ended talking about that last night, about yeah. the process mm-hmm. of that. So renewal is not something, well, okay, I got a couple of scriptures. I've memorized a couple of things. Right. So this is a journey, yeah. not a destination. Amen. And uh, even as I said about this with the COVID thing and everything going on, guys, this is a journey. This is not a destination. This isn't the end. In fact, I'm watching it. And even at that, you know, I've, I'm kind of watching people are finally starting to rise up and protest and question things. Mm-hmm. Am I being told the truth? Is this really real? Is this just severe? Does it have to affect everybody? So a lot of the responses today, they have the drive-in protest in Michigan over the right. lockdowns because you can't buy paint. You can't buy garden seeds. You can't <laughs> buy flowers. You can't buy things to do home improvement while you're locked up in your home and stuff. And people are going, hey, this is just too far in this area on on all this stuff and uh, so there's that place even in our spiritual walk where we have to rise up and have almost just not a a spirit of rebellion not against god but against the world Mm -hmm. against the adversary where the bible says the kingdom of god suffered violence and the violent take it by force or it forcefully advances so it takes some pushback when we begin to hear the things of god the devil always reminds us with who we were, yeah. God always declares who we are. Yeah. Any thoughts? <laughs> I, I, I know it's the battle I face every day, and I think that we are living in such an interesting time because we are watching um, some things unfold right before our eyes mm-hmm. that I think, I didn't think we were this ready yet, but watching how easily people are accepting things mm-hmm. and we're even repeating it now in this new normal and all of these things. It's like, wait a second, are we settling yeah. for something? Are we, are we just going to accept this? Like mm-hmm. God is, you know, especially as children of God, like we have a promise. Mm-hmm. And yet I'm listening to even Christians accept it. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're the righteousness mm-hmm. of God. He shed his blood for right. our sickness. No deadly thing shall harm us. And so I think that something is going to begin to rise up and it better rise up in right. the believer that, you know, not to... I mean, yes, I think our hands are a little bit tied in our nation today. We've surrendered too much control, um, and that's very evident right now. But I think in our faith, we don't have to change what we're confessing, what we're believing, and what we're standing on. I think we need to be, you know, very vigilant about what the Word of God says for our life. Well, it's been, it's an interesting uh, parallel and comparison because in the world, we've delegated everything to the government to do things for us. We want the government to provide this, provide that. In the church, we want the ministry to do everything. We want the pastor, we want the people and everything else to do things for us. So as a culture, we're turning the responsibility for our lives mm-hmm. over to everybody. And then we wonder why our lives are empty and void. Yep. And as you were saying that, I started thinking about this, and I, it hit me a couple times today. They're talking about herd immunity. Mm-hmm. 
But look at, at the herd mentality yeah. that you just talked about where people are buying into it. Mm -hmm. So the herd immunity is, is that the more people get it, the more we develop and our immune system rises up. And then we, you know, that's how we, you know, deal with viruses and infections and stuff. But what about, we've become, we have a herd immunity to mm -hmm. truth. Yeah. And uh, I was going to use a picture, I was going to put it up, that truth is, a, is, the, is, is the pill that everybody wants, but nobody wants to swallow. Mm -hmm. And that, so uh, in this area, and that's where the Word of God comes, that, like you said, is that He comes and declares who we are. Mm -hmm. But then we've been so conditioned to deny that, and we're hearing something contrary to that. So we need to have pushback in our life. Let me give you a couple of thoughts. Your thinking controls your life. Proverbs 23 and verse 7 says, A man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The way you're thinking in your heart is what's controlling your life. Yeah. What you're thinking in your heart is based upon what you're hearing, who you're listening to, the input, who's speaking into your life. The who told you question mm -hmm. is where that comes from. Isaiah 55, verse 7 through 9, God says, My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. I send my word, and my word accomplishes what it is sent to do. It's like the rain coming down. It's going to water the earth, and it's not going to return back to me void. Yeah. So what God declares is true. It's going mm -hmm. to come to pass the way he said it. If I ever, <coughs> excuse me, receive that into our life, that God's word is true, right. and believe that it's going to accomplish what he said, that's transformational yep. for how we live. Uh, and then what he thinks, what we think, I want you to get this, what we think decides what we believe. What you're thinking right now, what's going on in your heart, is what's deciding what you believe and what I believe. Then what we believe decides how we act. What, believe, what we believe and how we act determines what we receive. And what we receive determines how we live, mm -hmm. the life we have. So believing is so important, but believing begins to be shaped by what we have. Mm -hmm. The difference in the Christian life in renewing our mind, and this is the challenge, is, is there's no scripture that shows us that God ever speaks to our minds. Nope. God never speaks to your mind. In the parable of the sower, we referenced it last night, it's all about the heart. The sower sows the word, and where mm -hmm. he sows it is in the heart of a man. Mm -hmm. And so how do you renew your mind? You have to be open to hear the word of God in your heart. Transformation comes from your spirit to your soul. For out of your spirit, receive the word of God into your spirit. And then it comes from inward, upward into your mind and begins to renew our minds mm -hmm. in that area. Um, every lack or problem, and this is going to sound kind of uh, maybe strong, but I want you to hear it. Every lack or problem in our lives starts with a wrong thought. Every blessing or positive change in outcome started with a right thought. Mm -hmm. I, guess, I mean, this whole situation is going to reveal right and wrong thoughts about a lot of areas of our lives. Oh, yeah. People's thinking about our finances. There's a lot of people are, are, would think, well, I have a good job. The econ look at the economy. It was going so great. It was so good. Everybody felt great security. Mm -hmm. But there was no preparation. Right. And I go back to thinking, one thing that happened in, with Joseph during that time mm -hmm. was that God showed him there'd be prosperity before famine. Yep. And so it was how they prepared, not just to enjoy the prosperity, but to prepare during that season yep. 
for the lean time that would show up. And through the preparation in prosperity is how mm -hmm. they survived through the leanness of the time that came. Yeah. And so now where our thoughts were, if we're having hard times or challenges, and, and, and if I could just say this with all honesty, we want everything to be emotional. Life do doesn't have emotions. Life just happens. We respond with emotion, yeah. but life happens. I, I mean, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't have emotion. It's not move. Well, you know, I, 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 I don't want to hurt that person's feelings. Life doesn't care mm -hmm. about hurting our feelings. Circumstances just happen. Right. And so if we're not preparing and being ready, so this is the season where people are having hard times financially. They're hoping that a stimulus check, if, if, uh, optimally, any resources that we're receiving that's coming in for aid should be something that promotes mm -hmm. our savings and our investments and stuff for the future right. versus being something bailing us out. Yeah, because it's not bailing you out. No. They're going to use it against you. One way or the other, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're I think that's they're the... They're coming to get it back. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I was laughing because you were talking about that, and I think we are just such consumers today. Mm -hmm. And, and I was kind of cracking up and I don't, this isn't political, but it just shows the heart of what's I think wrong with our culture today is, you know, everybody's hating, the, you know, hating on whatever party you're for, it doesn't matter, but you know, we're griping and complaining, but now they're getting these checks and, and everybody's demanding, where's my check, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, or if you got it and you didn't get it, or I didn't get enough. And it's like, but you're still making money. This was just, you know, something handed to you and you're just going to go waste it instead right. of saving it. And it's like, right. you should, I think it, it comes back to the heart is we just want to be consumers and right. takers. And I think that's why we have such a struggle with faith mm -hmm. is because faith is not something that I get to take from it. Something I have to give to God, mm -hmm. right? It's something I have to be willing to give up this space and this control and trust that that God really does have his best mm -hmm. in mind for me. Mm -hmm. Our answers are not going to come from this world. Right. Right. Period. It's right. not, it's not going to come from our government. I've been telling our people like, this is a very frail system that we have a lot of trust in. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking to my mom today and we were, she was talking about, you know, that she goes, I don't need this. Like I haven't lost my job. You know, this, I don't, this, this should be, you know, that, so just the mindset behind that is, but we willingly just open ourselves up to these things and then we wonder why we're in the situation we're in. Well, there's two areas. One, we have a poverty mentality and we have a greed mentality mm -hmm. together. We have a poverty mentality that I need it, I need the help, I need that support. And then we have a greed mentality, oh, then I can use this to consume this upon my lust. Right. This is, I'll be able to buy something that I've always wanted or do whatever. Instead of having an attitude of using our resources wisely. Right in that they have it up on the screen go, go ahead you have that up there uh put it up on the on the broadcast hosea 4 6 you have it there put it back up eli it was right there hosea 4 6 you just had it because it said my people were destroyed for a lack of knowledge yeah no that's isaiah hosea Aya. Yeah, you got the Aya part. Got the Aya part, right? Aya, yeah. Aya. There it is. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And we, we always hear that verse. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. It ends right there. 
<laughs> short and right to the point. Yeah, but look at this. Look at the second line of that verse. Mm-hmm. Because you have rejected, rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being priests before me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Wow. See, we never read the whole verse. And so God declares things to us, and he declares things to us for our good. Renewing our minds renewing means renewing my mind to the whole counsel of God's word. And so going back to this thought, every lack or problem in our lives starts with the wrong thought. And if I'm going to reject the knowledge of God, how can I have a right thought yeah. if I'm rejecting the knowledge of the truth? Mm-hmm. And so in that area, we have to be careful and make sure that we're choosing wisely. Every blessing or positive change comes out uh, and change started with the right thought. Matthew 12, 25 says, out of the abundance of a man's heart, bring forth good or bring forth Mm -hmm. evil. And so a good man out of the good Good treasure treasure of his heart brings forth what? Good Good things. things. So it all starts within our heart. So with our thoughts, we choose either to follow the flesh or the spirit. We talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit last night. So out of our heart, we're choosing either to indulge our flesh or to build up our spirit. Right. We're making a decision one way or the other. Uh, Eli, put up Romans five verses, uh, Romans eight verses five through eight in that. I can't read it all the way in the back. Maybe you can. I had it. Put your binoculars on. I know, right? I know, I should be pointing that. It says, those who live according to the flesh, look at this, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither can it be. So what I'm thinking on in my mind is so important. If I'm being carnally minded, if I'm being just thinking about the flesh and natural desires mm-hmm. and appetites all the time versus the things of the spirit, I'm actually enmity means to be at war with, to be at odds with, to right. be in contention with. So I'm in contention with God. And so... Even as Christians, we're living, and going back to what you talked about, how, how do we make it? How do we stay in right relationship with God? Well, if I'm thinking wrong thought, then I'm putting myself at odds with God, but then I'm turning around in my need, in my necessity, crying out to God for right. prayer. Mm-hmm. But we just read in Hosea that if I'm going to reject his knowledge, he's not going to be available in that right. area. So I can't be at war with him and then ask for help with him. Exactly. Or be at odds with him and ask for help with him. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 4, if you could put that up, son. Verses 22 to 24, talking about renewing our mind. There we go. Thank you. Look at this, that you put off concerning the former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, verse 23, Mm -hmm. and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you put on the new man which created, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. 
So there's an area there that we're engaged in this. I have to make the choice to put off mm-hmm. the old man and to renew my mind and to right. think the right kind of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I have to have that desire, and it's something that we pursue. So that's mm-hmm. why we say it's not a destination. Right. It's a journey and mm-hmm. a pursuit. It's a continual the Apostle Paul said, you know what, I die daily, yeah. and that I bring my body into subjection daily, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, but I'm running for the purpose of winning the prize. Right. And that's kind of there, even where you were talking about the oil in the lamps and that, mm-hmm. is that the reason that we want to make sure we have enough oil is we want to win the prize of being ready when yep. the bridegroom comes. Exactly. And so it's that preparation in our heart and in our life, and so renewal is so integral to us in this area. Did we get any, uh, do you have a question from anyone, son, that's come in that we want to put up? Not yet. I think they're afraid to ask us a question. And I wanted to interject something on this because we kind of tied in last night and then it ties into this is, um, you know, thinking about our walk with the Lord and what God has been stirring in my heart because I'm seeing what is happening in our world today. You know, what if we can't ever attend a physical church service again? And, and what's even maybe this might be a little too progressive for some people, but what if there comes a day where we're censored to where we can't even watch online or listen online mm-hmm. or we can't, you know, we can't, this is an awesome tool that we have right well, you now. You get censored on Facebook right now. If you I say know. the wrong thing, they put you in jail for 30 days. Going. So with that being said though, what is our faith based on? Mm-hmm. Is it, are we relying on, I mean, these are, these are good. You, you want to get wisdom and, and you learn from those that have walked before you, but at some point, you know, we have to start to dress ourselves in what the Word of God says. Mm-hmm. You know, personally, I have to want to know what this thing says for me personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I've watched you as my dad, as my pastor for all of these years, walk this, this walk, you know, preach these messages. And, and I, but at some point I had to say, you know what, I want to know what God has for me. I, I, I can't live in your shadow. Mm-hmm. I can't walk in your faith. Mm-hmm. I got I to gotta find out what this thing says for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that is the most crucial thing, especially right now. I think we should be extra sensitive to that. And hopefully we are waking up to that. Like, whoa, wait a second. Right. You know, I, I have, there's, there's some, some stuff happening right now. And we want to believe that we can come back and have a great church service and we have faith for that. But what if? Are we prepared for the what if? Just like we were talking about money, what if you don't get to come back to church as normal? Mm -hmm. You know, what is our our faith walk going to be based on? So... Yeah, America, the church in America has never, we talked about it last night a little bit on, uh, you know, sugar high faith, mm-hmm. that we want the hype, the rush, the, the lights of production, the, the feeling, the emotion, we want all that stuff. But then when it comes down to the nuts and bolts of warfare, right. and having strength and having courage and having peace in the midst of a storm, then we find out, you know, I've just been on a sugar high and really not on real substance of meat from mm-hmm. the Word of God. And uh, so how do we make that shift but we the church in america has never we've become very spoiled with our freedom mm-hmm. and we've never been challenged but you go back and we're even where we're dealing with china right now and, and all this stuff but china in the 40s when they kicked all the missionaries out mm-hmm. and for 40 over 40 years they let them out and there was just you know a few million 
believers in China at that time. But when they let them back in 40 years later, the church had grown exponentially under persecution underground. And church history shows the church always thrives when it's persecuted. Absolutely. It's just like this with live stream and everything else. The church is actually thriving and growing and the gospel is going out more yeah. under persecution. It's being spread more, preached more in this situation Absolutely. than it was before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it all kind of mm-hmm. goes as we go down. So in this area of following, see what we set our minds on. When we set our minds on the flesh, we cut ourselves off from the blessing of God. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> in Luke chapter 15, we won't read it all. But the prodigal son, that's what he did. He said, went to the father, said, hey, give me my inheritance. He started thinking, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in my father's house. I don't want to be in this covenant. Mm-hmm. Give me my inheritance. I'm going to go have my own. So how did he end up in that area? And then when he changed his mind, it says when he came to himself, when he renewed his mind, went back to a right way of thinking, he came back and found restoration with yeah. God. And doing that. So the way we think is so important. When we set our minds on the truth of God's word and the things of the spirit, we open up ourselves to the will of God and his blessings. Isaiah 26, 3 says that God will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed or fixed on him. Mm -hmm. And so where we're setting our minds, friend, is so important and renewing your mind to the truth. So renewal takes place. We'll close in just a couple minutes here. Renewal takes place in our daily life in a couple of ways. Number one, when we feed our minds and our spirits on the Word of God. So important, daily, feed your mind and your spirit on the Word of God. Jesus said, quoting from Deuteronomy, (coughs) (coughs) when he quoted from Deuteronomy 8 and Matthew 4, he said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that what? Proceeds out of his mouth. Out of the mouth of God, amen. And then next, Discipline your thoughts to be God thoughts. Guys, we've got to take control over your thought life. So 2 Corinthians chapter 10 tells the weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal. But they're what? Mighty through God. To doing what? Pulling down the strongholds. Yeah. And bringing into captivity. Every thought that exalts a, itself. Against the knowledge oh, of God. God. Bring it, get that. Man, I'm Bring, doing good tonight. You're doing really good. Can Bring somebody it give me a high five or something I'm a, online? I'm going to put a star on your chart. <laughs> you can get that. <laughs> can you guys get him a lollipop after service tonight? So in this area... <laughs> I get a frosty. Di- discipline your thoughts to God thoughts. Second Corinthians 3, as we said, bringing every thought into obedience. As we said earlier, the mind is where the devil loves to play. That's the battlefield. And it's in rate that the weapons of our warfare are not here. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood, Paul says, but against what? Principalities and powers. Yep. And so, and, and, and we're against and the rulers, rulers of darkness. darkness. But, it, and bring it, but it's in the area of our, of our minds and our thought life. Yeah. And so renewing our minds to have God thoughts in our minds is so important. And uh, Philippians 4, if you can grab that, put up Philippians 4, because Paul gives us great instruction on what to think. And if you look at the opposite of what each one of these are, Philippians 4, verse state and uh, it's so important because renewing the mind is a supernatural process of growth and the way you do it is setting your mind what finally brethren whatever things are what true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of a good report if there's any virtue if there's anything praiseworthy Think. Meditate, think on these yep. 
things. And so Paul began that back in verse 6. He said, don't be anxious or worry about anything. Mm -hmm. And so the world throws out all you're hearing right now is the what ifs. Yeah. The this has happened, this is going to happen, the out, what's the byproduct of this, the byproduct of that. And I said it when this thing first hit. The greatest devastation of this situation won't be the disease, it'll be the responses that we have had to it. Yep. And so whatever, the shutdowns, all these things, it's interesting that we're putting the hold of over 300 million people lives on hold in order and it's not about not loving death or or being making it insignificant or inconsequential or any area but no matter what the number is where it gets to destroying a nation and a mm -hmm. whole economy and millions of people's lives the the trickle and the the ripple effect of that Yep. is going to be greater than what they're doing. If they don't get a grip on this, mm -hmm. it's going to be greater in the area because they're not counting. People are getting restless and, and stirring, and they're going to stir in the wrong direction. And some of these, pro that was a very peaceful protest today. Mm -hmm. But if they don't get this right, the devil will use this battlefield of the mind yep. and he'll attack in there. And if we're not careful, mm -hmm. then the anxiety and the stress and the pressure of all these things, it's like they just had some senator wrote Gavin Newsom to shut down all the ammo store, don't let anybody buy any ammo at this time. Well, they're the ones creating the anxiety that could, if there's an outburst, so it's a self, they're trying to stop a self-inflicted problem yeah. in doing that because they're concerned about what the repercussions of this could be in people's responses and that. Yeah. And so it, it can get crazy, but if we don't be careful, and not be, and so Paul said, don't be anxious or worry, but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, which means just keep praising God. Pray, mm -hmm. declare to God, and keep praising God in that area. And so renewing the mind is a supernatural process of growth. The natural man never wants to renew his mind. Rather, he defends it. Yep. Okay. And 1 Corinthians chapter 2 Eli, if, you, if you'll pull up 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, verses 9 through 12, where that's the next one I want to read. We'll just reference these here. But 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 14, 16 says, The natural mind, the things of God, aren't naturally discerned. They're spiritually mm -hmm. discerned. The, man, the natural man can't receive them. Right. So the natural man doesn't want to renew his mind. Renewal can happen, though, with the help of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's what you've been talking about and yep. building that relationship with the Holy Spirit and how important that is. Yeah. Right? He, well, I think that's the thing that we don't want to talk about is, you know, the Holy Spirit is the one, is that voice of conscience in the back of our minds. And I have, to, you were saying earlier about sarcasm and all these different things. It's like, there's a lot of things that I want to say. There's a lot of things I want to post or mm -hmm. there's a lot of things I want to say in a conversation, but learning to yield myself to the Holy Spirit is, I think, so key and especially right now. Right. Like just because you can post it, you and I have talked about this a lot, just because you can post something doesn't mean you're an expert, mm -hmm. you know? And so even in our life, we have to make sure that we're not just spewing the negativity or, or spewing the fear or allowing our emotions to dictate 
the life that God has for us to live. We just did a series in our church called Zip Your Lips. Mm -hmm. I wanted to call it Shut Your Mouth because (laughs) (laughs) I guess I just did. I would have, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you think about it, we we say we love God. We say we trust God. We say we have faith. But when you listen to the words we speak, it doesn't sound like faith. It doesn't sound like trust. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because so many times in our life we've experienced maybe failed relationships. We've experienced hurt. We've experienced pain. So we we bring all of that into this relationship with God. And we think God is like humanity. And he's not. Right. His word has, has proven itself over all this time. Like you're talking about, we just need to trust God. We need to stand on these promises and, and praise him for that. Because if you look throughout the word of God, no matter what was going on, what we're experiencing in America today is nothing in comparison to what the men and women of God went through in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And yet God always took care of his kids. He always redeemed them. He brought them out, you know, from the flood, mm-hmm. from the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, from Joseph with the famine. Like, look at how he's always cared for his people. And yet here we are in these moments going, I don't know if, what's God, what are you going to like? Right. We're, we're broadcasting more fear than anybody else. Well, it goes back to what you're talking about, about how much oil is in your lamp. Yep. Our response to the circumstances reveals how much oil we have in our mm-hmm. lamp, how we've prepared ourselves because we, we don't have it. We don't have enough. Yeah. And we've allowed it. And then we talked about last night about trimming the wick mm-hmm. that if I don't trim my wick, it produces a dirty smoke and yep. contamination and it burns up my oil because I'm not allowing my life to be trimmed and kept close to burn at the and into at the right level. Yeah. And uh, that's so good, son. Um, so let me give you this. Here's three ways. In John 14, Jesus said that he was sending the helper. And that's what's amazing today about the Holy Spirit. God sent his spirit. Mm-hmm. We have God in the manifest presence of his spirit to be our helper. Yeah. And how little we rely upon that sometimes. So here's three ways the Holy Spirit will help us to renew our minds. Number one, pray in tongues, pray in the Spirit daily. God's given you, when, and we've shared this on Tuesday nights for the last few weeks, if you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you just have the Lord to fill you with the Holy Spirit. He'll do that. If you ask the Father for bread, will He give you a stone? If you ask Him for an egg, will He give you a serpent? No. God will give the Holy Spirit to them who ask. You can ask for the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the baptizer. You receive it. You can be in praying in the Spirit. It's allowing the Holy Spirit to use your... Praying in the Spirit is letting the Holy Spirit use your voice to pray. And He's in you, and you just let Him pray through you. And when you trust Him and let Him pray through you, 1 Corinthians 14.2 says that he that prays in an unknown tongue edifies, strengthens, and builds himself up. And then as you do that, as you build yourself up and you're strengthened, then we can have something to edify somebody else. Then we desire to prophesy and minister and speak to somebody else. And then secondly, listen for the Holy Spirit to speak to you and obey what he says. Yeah. Proverbs 20, 27 says the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord who searches all things, the deep things of man's heart. So the Holy Spirit will search our hearts and speak to us and talk to us about our heart. Mm-hmm. But then 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 through 12 says this. So the guys will put it up and let's read it together. Look what it says. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. You got it, guys? Or 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. There it is. 
For to this end also I wrote to you. You know what? Give me 1 Corinthians. I did it wrong. My bad, son. I was saying second, not looking at my own notes. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written, here it is, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered in the heart of a man, watch this, the things what go back, the things which God has prepared for those who love. So we haven't, we haven't seen them, it hasn't, but what? But God has revealed them to us, how? Through his, Through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now get that. Mm-hmm. I can't know what's in your heart. You can't know what's in my heart. No. And so God says, you can't know what's in my heart, but this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you my spirit, and I'm going to show you what's in my heart. So God says, I'm going to reveal and open Mm -hmm. myself up to you. If you will allow my spirit to be your helper, I'm choosing. We hide ourselves from one another. God says, I'm going to open up everything I am, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to show it to you. Verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Look at this. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us That's by good. God. So guys, yeah. why not renew your mind to that? Look at Say, well, how do I renew my God wants to show himself to yeah. you. He wants to reveal himself to you. Jesus says, I'm going away. I'm sending you the helper. He's going to take everything that I have received from the Father, and he's going to show that to you. That's so good. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, we're afraid. We, we always approach the goodness of God. As it's something bad for us. Yeah. Or we're going to lose somehow. Mm-hmm. I say, to God, you want to show us all this stuff? This is awesome. Yeah. So have that hunger. So listen for the Holy Spirit to speak to you and obey what he says. And lastly, listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church. Be open to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. One of the saddest things that happened in America is we've lost the voice of the Spirit in the church today. We've lost the manifestation of the gifts and the the voice of God. God is a speaking God. We we serve a talking God. Mm -hmm. God has a voice. That's that's how we know. When Paul talked about 1 Corinthians chapter 12, when he was talking about spiritual gifts, he says, you were led away to these dumb idols. Not stupid idols. Dumb is being mute without a voice. He said, you were serving idols and worshiping God that have no voice. Wow. He said, I'm the God of the voice. Mm -hmm. So what came walking in the garden with Adam? The voice of God. Mm -hmm. What has God sent to us? He sent his voice by his Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit to come and to teach you things, he has to have a voice. He has to speak to it. And that means that we have, if God is speaking to us with the voice, that means that we have, as Jesus said, ears to hear. Mm -hmm. In Revelation 2, Jesus said, look at that, there's seven, or these four times there. Revelation 2, verse 7, verse 11, verse 17, verse 29. Let him that has an ear, there it is. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Yeah. So four times. Let, hear, listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church. Mm-hmm. And so we need the voice of God back in our mind. So renewing your mind. So tonight we just wanted to just walk through this a little bit. So the three ways. Pray in the Spirit. 
Listen for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church. And let me put you like this, maybe in a little different manner. Is that I'm always amazed and, and I kind of qualify myself and check myself. Because if I'm really hearing God, there'll be a witness out there. Mm-hmm. To where if I'm just making up stuff that I'm preaching or I think I'm hearing God, there, there won't be a witness of confirmation. Right. But if I'm really preaching, the, 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 the Lord will be saying the same thing. So, so I'll hear what God's saying to me if, if, if I'm listening to others mm-hmm. and I'm open and, and I have an ear to hear. Then I'll hear, oh, that's what they're saying over here. Different, I, I, we get with different people preaching. Right. Go, oh, man, you've said it to me. Oh, man, yeah. I, that's the same thing God's saying to me. So that's the voice of the Spirit to the church, to the yeah. body. So, so there'll be body confirmation Absolutely. to what God's saying in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the I final th- thought you want well, to Well, I was just going to, and then I was going to give another spin, <laughs> not just the preacher, but I think that if I'm spending time in the Word personally, that when I hear, when I come into church or when I just fellowship with other believers, right. like it should be, you know, affirming what we're all studying. Right. When I come into church, when I'm listening to a message, I know all the 20 plus years that I sat in, the, in service with you, there were, I can't tell you how many times I was just like, man, that's exactly what God was speaking mm-hmm. to me. I, I feel like God's saying the same thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, how many times right. did I, you know, preach that week on this, you know, we were preaching kind of the same thing, but I think even just in our lives personally, like just on a daily basis, you know, are you having conversations with people and like, this is what God's speaking to my heart. And then you have that person go, man, that's exactly what I feel like God's speaking to my heart. Like, I love that. And I think that's the affirming of the word of God. And and so listening to the spirit, being led by the spirit just comes down to our willingness to be obedient and, and to surrender to the word of God. You know, and this is the most powerful life transforming thing. I, you know, it's, it's amazing how this thing still speaks. It still <laughs> directs our lives. It's a living it, word. It absolutely. is. And it's so amazing. And, you know, I haven't told you this lately, but even I'm across the, the dam from you now preaching on a Sunday. And yet it seems like our messages are still somewhat connected because yeah. it's the heart of God for the church right. today, even though that it's not exactly the same delivery you're different and i'm different and but i think the heart behind it and so that shows the uniformity of the spirit of right. god and i think that that's not just for church life that's for our personal life yeah that should be how it is all the time we just got to be willing to listen i am going to tell you right now everybody that's listening probably half of you read your bible every day but there's some of you that that voice that you're talking about is telling you every day to read the bible guaranteed it is telling you to open the word mm-hmm. and spend time in the word. And you are being willfully disobedient mm-hmm. because you're just saying, I don't have time or you don't have discipline or whatever it is. And so we make these excuses and I just want to encourage you tonight. I just yeah. feel like the Holy Spirit wants me to tell you that you're only hurting yourself. You're only hurting yourself because there is such a wellspring of, of life and and joy and peace and wholeness that comes from just spending time in the word of god it's not from a message i i got to the point where i'm like i don't want to come to church for a message right i want to come to church to celebrate Mm -hmm. what god is doing in all of our lives collectively Mm -hmm. and so i just want to encourage whoever you are tonight you know in this time when you have more time now than ever you should be 
spending time in the Bible. Absolutely. You should be spending time in the Word of God and let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart and direct you and define you. And you'll find that maybe this time of quarantine is the time that maybe the gift and the calling and the purpose of God comes to life in you like never before mm -hmm. because you're surrendering to that. So I just want to encourage whoever that is tonight that, that it's time to open the book. Amen. So. Amen. Get in the word. Renew your mind. Get a good thought from God. God will always have something good to speak into your life. You'll never come away from the word without receiving something positive, strengthening, and encouraging in your life. God is on your side. Amen. And uh, if we ever figure out that God wants us to win more than we want to win. And uh, he came to make us overcomers in every area. And even in seasons like this. And uh, it's so important. I'll, I'll never forget when we were in Bieber. Uh, we had that pastor, Elbert Willis, that came through out of nowhere from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, or from Lafayette, Louisiana, came through, and he had a worldwide ministry doing this stuff, and he goes, oh, I'm coming through your area, and nobody ever just comes through Bieber, but it was a divine appointment. He came and was with yeah. us for two days, and he just said this. He said, uh, son, you have an opportunity here, and while you're here to really get in the Word and prepare and uh, develop your life with God and get in the word for where God's going to, your future. Yeah. So take advantage of this season for your future. And it was about preparing. So just as we talked mm -hmm. about how we prepared and what our thoughts are and even thinking, I don't have the time. So renewing my mind is not just filling it with scriptures, but it's renewing my approach, my concepts, yeah. my ideas about everything. And then taking advantage of seasons and always be thinking in preparation. And so thank you so much for being with us. We want to pray and uh, just thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness in both churches, for your support yes. and uh, continuing to make ministry happen and uh, for being online giving, mailing, giving all the things you've done uh, to continue support the ministries here at Solid Rock and at the Orcs. We just, Oaks, we just love and appreciate you guys so much. And uh, I wish we could really convey how, uh, how much we're, how thankful we are for all you're doing to help continue to make the ministry happen. So uh, let's pray together. Father, we just thank you for this evening, Lord. We pray that uh, through this time together, I know we went for a few minutes longer, but Lord, we just pray that what we were able to share here tonight would bring hope and encouragement into your people's lives, Father, that people would be strengthened in their faith and in their hearts, Father, that they would have a hunger and a desire to press in deeper in their relationship with you, that they would take advantage, as Sean said, over this season just to open the word in a fresh way, a fresh appetite, fresh hunger for the word of God. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are moving in hearts and lives right now. Father, I pray that there's one listening right now that doesn't know you, that they would just pray and ask you for your forgiveness and to confess and declare Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And Father, we thank you. You are a saving God. You are a healing God. You are a delivering God. So we just declare salvation, healing, and deliverance over the lives of the people, Father. And we thank you for your peace, your protection, and your covering. In Jesus' name. Amen.